Welcome to Our Job to be Done, the podcast regarding the challenges we have in the world we live in and the business we're in. My name is Johannes C. I'm a digital consultant and author, and I'm the host of this podcast. When we think about artificial intelligence, it's very present already in tiny details in our daily life, like proposing us which content we see on Facebook and proposing how to respond on Gmail, like, uh, yeah, basically making life already very easy. And for sure, it's very nice that it's um, supporting us. But um, on the other hand, It totally makes sense um, how artificial intelligence can be used in a responsible way uh, because um, it's not only something which can be nice, it's also something that could be dangerous. And in some parts, if we're looking very specific, like using it uh, at the army or controlling it, controlling other people like, for example, China, um, it can be quite dangerous. So... Who to best talk to? Someone who's doing research in the ethical way of uh, using artificial intelligence and really, really thinking deep and working together with companies how they should set up. And I talked to Virginia Dinham, um, who's exactly uh, researching in that way. And um, she was doing the keynote at Next Conference in Hamburg. She's a professor at the Delft University in Netherlands, and she's also part of a um, group um, who was announced by the European Union, who should, who's really, really thinking collaboratively and proposing to companies, to politicians, um, in which direction it should go. So it's really her job thinking very deep in that way, and she's quite deep into it. So certainly a best person to talk to so i'm very happy as always um if you join the conversation um if also you're subscribed to this podcast and now let's jump into the conversation our job to be done with professor virginia dingham how can artificial intelligence be used in a responsible way and how need organizations prepare for it Virginia, how can we implement artificial intelligence in a responsible way? Okay, very good question, a very important one indeed. Uh, I think there are many factors. The most important thing is to realize that uh, uh, artificial intelligence is impacting uh, our lives, is increasingly uh, doing that increasingly more and more and, uh, at all different types of uh, situations. And as we are implementing AI, it's very important to take that as kind of the ground uh, given to the development. And then if we think about responsibility, we can see that in I see three different ways. The first one is to take into account or to consider the process of development, so the software design processes, the process of coming from an idea to a product, from an idea to a service. All those processes have to be done in a way that it's responsible, that takes into account the, the realization of this impact, that it's in accordance to human values, that it's in accordance with what we people find important. And we have to implement those uh, those things in a way that we are then later on able to um, 
ask the, the develop, look at the development process and inquire about how have you implemented these things. How, like in a, in old way or in a, in any software that we develop, we can ask about these were the functional and the non-functional requirements. Now we should be able in the same way to ask what were the functionality, the values, the human values requirements that you had. How did you translate those values into the, the rules or the conditions for this system? And now that later on, how did you really implement those rules or those conditions, those requirements into your system? And that needs to be in a way that it's open, that it's transparent, and that it's um, uh, possible to later on also change things. Because uh, uh, values and uh, uh, human... Um, beliefs change as we go, so we don't want things to be static, but we need to be able to exactly understand what was the reason, original reason. So that's one way. The other one is about, if we are going to make systems which make, have this impact in our lives, these systems are going more and more to take decisions for us. Those decisions have, in many cases, an ethical component. They will somehow order a certain set of priorities, a certain set of necessities in different ways. So we, as the system is making that balance of the factors, so do I want privacy or do I want security? In many cases, you cannot really optimize for both. So as the system is making this type of decisions, we need to be able to understand why is the system then optimizing in this specific moment for your privacy, maybe with a bit less of safety or of security, or the other way around. So we really have to, into our algorithms, be able to build this type of uh, explanation or this type of inspection methods, which enable to understand how did the system took this decision and uh, Therefore, how can we then understand this decision in terms of its ethical impact in our life? Yes? Um, as you just say, that kind of inspection, like, is, which is a bit like I'm going deep, I'm diving into details, but I'm also looking for more big context, which yes, is more ethical. Yeah, um, I totally get it, but my quest, uh, because I'm also kind of living it, yes. <laughs> but my question is, are today's decision makers no matter if it's on company side or politician side mm -hmm. are they awake enough to do that um, they are getting awake so i'm part of a european commission high level they call it the high level expert group on artificial intelligence and exactly our task in this group which is a group of around 50 people experts in many different topics across europe The task of this group is exactly to come up with the ethical guidelines for what we want in Europe our AI systems to do or not. Uh, like we have regulations for cars, we don't allow any car to go into our roads, they have to be certified beforehand. So we want to come with this type of uh, uh, certification measures that can be applied to uh, AI systems so that we are confident that these systems are indeed according to our uh, values as we in Europe find important. Mm -hmm. So that's, uh, and I see that, uh, this one is the example at European level, I see that at national level all 
countries are coming up with uh, AI strategies, really all over the world. We cannot, every day there are more countries which have a, a, a new AI strategy. And in 99.9% of these strategies, they are mentioning the issue of ethics, the issue of responsibility and so on. So the awareness is there. Mm-hmm. I think that it's not only uh, for the corporations and for the, organi- the governments, uh, it's at all levels. It's still ve- uh, not very clear how we go from this realization to a concrete um, solution. But uh, people are more and more aware of that, and you see this at all levels, from research, fundamental research, to the implementation. People are aware of that. And I think it might also be a key, like you and I are sitting together and we look at this topic, what is needed, yes. that we need a lot of these individual yes, conversations. Yes, we need a lot of conversations. At all levels, we need the, with the public, uh, with the governments, with corporations. Uh, and the one thing which is very important for that is that people are educated enough to understand <laughs> what we're talking about. At this moment, the, there is a lot of um, misunderstandings about AI. People get, in one hand, the feeling it's something magic, which happens to us and we cannot really take care of it. It's just going to happen. And in other hand, there is also this feeling that AI is going to be something very negative, that the, the, all those killer robots ideas and so on. So, And people uh, are not enough informed, they're not enough um, experienced with the, the phenomenon to be able to form their own opinion. So there, therefore, this type of conversations uh, at all types of levels, in schools, uh, whatever, it's very important to have because... Only then you can choose. And, and, and I think it, it, it's also about being very concrete. Like, if, if you just take the term artificial intelligence, it could mean anything. Yes, exactly, yeah. yeah. That's exactly the point. We really have to be more precise and more, more clear about what, what are we talking about. In most cases, we are talking about systems which are able to identify patterns in a whole bunch of data and use those patterns to make some decisions. Uh, there are other types of artificial intelligence methodologies and uh, techniques, but this is basically what we are doing. So we have to be also very aware that if we are doing that, that we are allowing systems to find patterns in a bunch of data, that the responsibility for which data are we giving the system to find the patterns on, it's also part of the, the issue. If you give the, the system some biased data, or if you give the system data that it's only about a certain type of uh, population, then the system is not able to... Uh, uh, make anything else than that because it's really basically finding these patterns and you see some examples coming more and more to light for instance in the medical industry or the medicine industry that you do tests for medicines in with the test group if you don't really check quick, uh, carefully enough that this test group really represents the population which the medicine is for, then you end up testing only, let's say, only on women or only on men or only on old people. And then when you're going to apply this medicine to other ones, to children or to uh, another gender or to another uh, um, type of people, we don't know if it works. And in AI is the same. So we, the data that we give to AI, if it is not a good representation of the, the population that we want it to be interacting and deciding about, then the system will not be able to... It's just the examples that it has. Yeah. I had a similar conversation like with you with an author a couple of weeks ago. He's from, from the States. And the book that he wrote... Uh, was had a very sharp title, mm-hmm. um, but um, 
he also wanted to provoke. Um, and I want to say it this way. I want to get your opinion on it. The yeah. title was, um, I don't get it exactly, but it was kind of, please be aware that artificial intelligence might kill us. Yes, anything can kill us. This table can kill us, and a hammer, a hammer can kill us. Uh, we have unfortunately seen in many countries that all kinds of objects are used explicitly in terrorist attacks, which are never really meant to be uh, used as uh, weapons. So in a sense, yes, AI might kill us, but I don't think definitely that it will be so because AI will want to kill us. I don't think that that's the case. The case will be that people want to use AI to kill other people. And that's what we have to be aware of. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's, AI is a tool. It's an artifact. It's something which we built and that we can use in many different ways. I think, I think that tool awareness is also something important. Yes, yeah, because, I mean, in the end, everything comes back to kind of a human-to-human -human aspect. Yeah. And all that we talk about is that we use tools with a certain intention or not. Exactly, yeah. And that's what I'm going to talk this afternoon as well about. We have to be very careful about what purpose are we putting in these tools and how explicit we are about this purpose. And, of course, that doesn't mean that everybody then has to have a course, a deep course on mathematics and machine learning and whatever. We also have to To start thinking about developing the agencies that we trust. Like I say, I trust the German authorities to certify that the cars that go in the road are of a certain type of quality. I, I trust the European medical agency to certify or to check that the medicines that we can take are of a certain type of quality. So there are all these type of agencies which are able are experts, are people who understand about cars or about medicines or whatever, and then can tell us who don't understand those things. We check it for you. We do the auditings for you. We do the controls for you. And we have to think about this type of uh, approaches to AI as well. It's not that everybody in the street, everybody as we use AI, we don't all need to understand exactly what it is, but we need to have this type of trust, okay? I might not understand exactly how it is, but I know that it has been tested for this type of conditions. What I also think is interesting that if we have the understanding of a tool, mm -hmm. yeah, that I think everyone in the digital industry, as if we could call it like that, is, is aware of there's the Gartner hype cycle. Yeah. But then if the way they look at it is more like, what's the hottest fit, to yeah. be fair? Yeah. But if you, uh, if, if you, in the end, if you see it as a whole and also then... Um, that in the end you're having different conversations how yeah. to use it wisely um, I mean that, 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 that gives a wider understanding than just looking for the hottest shit yeah, yeah sure definitely you know I'm quite old I have been doing artificial intelligence research and application for more than 30 years mm -hmm. more than most people even imagine that AI exists and I have seen a lot of these cycles so this what I call the AI winter is coming those 30 years that I've been around those things they come at, in cycles and now we are really in a big big hype uh, what I think is that I, I don't think that we are going to go into a AI winter again, but the, this hype will going to go down. We will start getting, in one end, more used to the application, so then we don't really get so old, like, wow, what's happening to us? And in the other end, we'll be much more... Um, 
realistic about what are the possibilities of AI. And the, the, there are a lot of potential for doing good things. There are also, like you already said, potential to do bad things. But we will be much more uh, aware of the reality. And the reality is not the magic wand which will solve all our problems. And it's also not the Terminator who will come and kill us. It's something in between. And uh, as we go to that somewhere in between, which is much more like you say, this interaction between you and me and uh, we as people, and we have another tool now which facilitates and kind of uh, auments or enhances uh, some of our capabilities to interact. And things will become more like, say, uh, daily uh, objects or daily process. So then we don't really get this... Uh, this hysterics around AI that we are seeing sometimes now. And if we see the way you and I are just talking to each other and you said this is important, it also uh, gives me just, it reminds me because I, have, I now have the name of the author that uh -huh. I talked to. Yeah. His name is Jay Tucky, he's American, um, original journalist for mm -hmm. CNN and yeah. so on. And as I said, he had, had that uh, his book, which was, was about uh, don't keep in mind it's going to kill us, it mm -hmm. could kill us. Yeah. But what he said also, when I wasn't kind of yeah. touched with him like I'm with you, he was saying there's something that gives me hope, which is like these conversations. Yeah. Yeah. And he was also reminding um, that, same with the cycles, yeah. yeah, that for example, when we had, say, these, the atom bombs, yeah. when they were built, yeah, yeah. also there were people who were building it even though the politicians were not awakened, but some they were uh, awakened yeah. and they were helping to build, yeah. uh, I think that it was kind of uh, contracts between markets yeah. and yeah. so on, but that, that exactly people like you and me who have been in yeah. there for a certain yeah. time play also yeah. a certain role. Yeah, and that, that's a very, very interesting point. And that brings me to another thing I usually want to tell is that it's not because we can build stuff that we should be building it. And this discussion is much more than what the technology is about. It's a lot about the, the responsibility of all of us, of the society. It's a political discussion. It's a discussion we have had for atop, uh, atomic weapons, also for chemical weapons. It's something which can be built, I'm told, not even very difficult to build. But we have agreed as society is not something we are going to do. And we can also consider in some cases that we decide, yes, AI is here, it's possible to use AI for A, B or C, but we decide as a society that we are not going to do it in this direction. It's again a matter of responsibility. Yes, and, and, and for me it's also with that ethical awareness yeah, 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 that, that yeah, I have yeah, yeah. combined to the knowledge that I have of technologies <laughs> and processes yes. on, I think... For me, personal, and um, it is like I'm, I'm saying we can't continue like that. I want to contribute to it, mm -hmm. that we do it better. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think it's very good to see that this is, uh, I, like I say, I've been around for 30 years doing this type of research and uh, development. And it's something that in the last two years, not much more than that, that it's really a, a word which appears in, a, also this morning, in almost all the presentations, the word ethics, the awareness that uh, we have some responsibility to do things in the good way. It's something which is really coming up at all, all levels, at government level. Many companies, even the, the big ones, they also uh, are aware of their responsibility. And I think that that's what's very important, to keep this conversation going and to really be uh, giving this message uh, to more people and to uh, make it aware that... Uh, 
the responsibility is ours and that we are the ones who should really start discussing the ethics and the, the impact of what we are doing. And I can tell you it was a very nourishing talk we had. Um, I enjoyed it very much as well. Yeah, Thank you very much for talking to me. And I can I can say we're even in a lucky situation that we said we record it and we share it. And um, I just want to encourage you to keep on going and would love to stay in touch with you related. Thank you, definitely. Thank you very much. It was very nice to talk to you and I hope we'll uh, keep this conversation going for many more times. Thank you. Thank you. Good. <laughs> nice to talk to you. Nice.